Alright, we'll start in three, two, one. Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. Uh, my name is Devin Keaton, and this is my really, really good friend, Leroy. Do you want to introduce yourself? What up, guys? This is Leroy here, aka Centroid. Some of you may know me by. Um, Devin's like my my brother. We go way back. Yeah. So I think we like talk to each other every single day. Honestly, I think that you talk to me more than you talk to your wife. Mm, I'm pretty sure it's pretty similar. Um, yeah, I think I, I think I talked. I think overall, like overall time, I've definitely talked to you more. Okay. Yeah. Because I've known you longer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So today, so what we usually do, me and my friend, we've talked about like media and entertainment in the past, but. I think we're going to talk about um, just quarantine and COVID-19 and everything that's going on. So uh, what do you think about everything that's going on with like COVID and George Floyd and all this crazy stuff? What What's your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I think it's, I think it's a bit of a culture shock. Uh, and I think most people would agree with that. It's a lot that kind of happened in a short, short period of time. Um, and I think a lot of people are having um, issues coping and kind of understanding everything that's that's going on. Uh, and it's all a lot of like, um, I feel like to me it seems kind of complicated stuff, like with the whole virus and everything. And and I think there's a lot of unanswered questions of like, you know, where it started, where it came from, like, you know, who has it, who doesn't have it, like. You know, I have a couple of friends, you know, that get that has had that's had to get tested um, a few times, Dang. and like it's it's weird. They like show up to get tested, and then like they get there, and they're like, "Oh no, we're not going to test you because you know you don't have a fever." And then some places are like, "Oh no, we'll test you." And so it, it's a lot of I think confusion, and I mean, coming from a person who's who's worked in the government before, I can say the government has a huge problem with lack of communication. Um, from top to bottom so <laughs> you voiced that to me too many times um, yeah so what do you think about like so you I know you've been affected by the quarantine at least your job has at the beginning so how'd that affect you um, I'm not gonna lie uh, in the beginning I was like I'm not even tripping because I get to stay home and I didn't have to go to work <laughs> so I was like uh, like it, it, like I, you know so I work I work in government, so I don't uh, um, I get paid salary, so of course I'm getting paid. Um, uh, I'm, I'm still having to do stuff like that. I still have to do training and uh, you know educational stuff um, on the outside because I can't be at work doing a lot of work stuff. Um, but it does it definitely changed a lot of things, you know. Like um, it's a lot different when you're at home in like a little office and you're not like at work around everybody um so i'll say at first it sounded like it wasn't going to be a bad idea and i was kind of chilling with the idea that i get to just be at home all day and it's you know an extended vacation and i don't even have to use any of my my time my paid time off um and then like as time kind of went on and goes on you know you're like those those like small interactions uh, between like people at work, whether you call them your friends or not, um, you kind of start to miss that environment. Like, 
I'm getting away from your kids. Like, I have two kids. Like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, like, talk about I know what it feels like to just be stuck with them, like, 24-7. Like, man. Hey, that's what your wife goes through all the time, Kay. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. You know, and she just went back to work recently, and she said that it was probably, like, one of the best things that you know she's done it in a long time just to get to go back to work and then be away for like i think it was only like a six hour shift she was only gone for six hours but like those six hours of like being away from the house and just like you know you can only be in your house and around like the same people 24 7 like literally like your family 24 7 they're never anywhere else but with you you can only do that for so long before you just like you need that outside interaction like you need to be among strangers and stuff like that and, and it's funny i find myself in public slightly more friendlier than i feel like i ever have been really ever. wow only because of the fact that like i'm appreciating that random person that said hi to me when i walk by them or when i go for a run in the morning and people like say hi or good morning like i appreciate that and because it's, like, a different person, someone else talking to me. Like, even if it's for, like, that half a second they walk by you. Um, and I don't know. I may be, I just may be crazy. I may be crazy and, you know, everyone is, like, hanging out, playing video games and having the time of their lives. No, um, no. No, you're definitely not the only one. So I am – so a lot of people think that I'm some kind of extrovert that likes to go out and likes to – see a lot of people but like really I really like staying inside and like keeping to myself Uh, but with that even doing that it's really hard to do when you're just by yourself like I used to have a job that I went to um, and I would work at least like four times a week but now I just don't work I usually go to school and talk to people but I don't have school to go to anymore it's all at home so it's literally the only per- people that I have interaction with is you um, and my cousin, who's my roommate, which it definitely affects me. Like, I really thought that I liked being by myself, but the isolation really gets to you. It's it's really crazy. Yeah, and, and maybe it's like some kind of weird, like, effect where, like, because, like, now you're told you can't go anywhere, all of a sudden you're like, nah, I want to go I want to go everywhere like I want to go here and there and and whatnot Um, like I know like this before all this had happened I had big plans to like go camping like I I just bought camping gear last uh, last summer and and I was like yeah I'm excited to go camping and and do all that stuff and then wham bam spring summer come and like everything shut down and I'm like all I wanted to do was just go spend some time out in the woods camping and it's like I can't even do that right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I think that's, hold, that's, on, hold on, hold that on. That was the big. You thing. guys don't even have woods out there. You guys have no woods. There's some. You gotta. Well, you gotta drive down to Virginia or Pennsylvania to be honest to get anything like any good camping. There's yeah. good camping out here. There's a couple places, but not a lot. Um, either way, like I can't. I can't right now. Anyway, and they're starting to like open stuff up again right mm-hmm. now. But not a whole lot of places, but. A little bit here and there um yeah so ha- actually so you're for those who don't know well of course you guys don't know my friend Leroy he, he's on the east coast so I know in New York it was such a craze um being in New York and having 
all those cases of COVID. So how does that affect you guys over there? Um, so, I mean, it, I don't think... It's weird because, like, the news talks about, you know, it, and it talks about the deaths and the cases, and it talks about, you know, all the people... Um, all the confirmed cases and people getting it and, and you when you look at like maps and you look at total populations and then look at like the in your area how many cases there are and like how much how many percent of the people in your area like have like been diagnosed with it um i didn't really like i didn't run into anyone that had ever i, I to this day i've yet to run into anyone who's had it um even occasionally going into work and stuff like that um my biggest worry was that because I work in such a densely populated area, like in like the D.C. Maryland area, that I would I would absolutely run into somebody, right? Like I, I probably on a normal day, like you know all this you know COVID nineteen aside, on a regular day I probably walk in you know by or into or around like like thousands of people a day. Um, just just because it gets so densely populated in in this area um so when i was told you know to stay home and you know and i started taking some online classes and stuff like that that kept me busy so so i would actually you know be forced to stay home and not go to work i was a little appreciative because i was worried about that but um in my situation because i've i like haven't gone anywhere but you know the grocery store and and I've, I've avoided work so much like I haven't been to work in, in a really long time um, that uh, I haven't like I guess experienced that or, or know anybody who's experienced that whole like scary moment of like oh I have it type thing um, and there's so many I feel like unknowns you know where mm-hmm. they're still talking about people who who've had it and then never had symptoms and then like you know, like, it just came, it went, and then they, they never know, and they never would know, because, you know, unless they went and got tested for it, and if they don't physically have it at the moment, like, you know, are they even going to be able to test positive for it, or something like that, but, um, it's, it's a little more, like, I think, intense here, where, where there, where you have a lot more people in a smaller area, um, like I've noticed the the roads like there's no there's really no traffic at all like when it says it takes 15 minutes to get there it takes 15 minutes you're not sitting in traffic anymore <laughs> way less cars on the road um, way less people inside like the you know buildings at work and and inside mm-hmm. like hospitals and stuff like that there's just like it, it, it feels like a ghost town you know it's like it's almost like it's summer and everyone like cashed in their vacation hours all at the same time <laughs> Yeah, that's so weird. Which, which I know it doesn't sound crazy, but like when you when you live in an area where like there's constantly people around you to your left and right, like hundreds of people always around you all the time, and then now all of a sudden there's maybe like a few, like it's that's a big freaking deal. Yeah, I definitely feel that because well, I don't know if I feel that because at the beginning I feel like at the quarantine. Uh, it was like there was nothing going on like no one went to work no one there was no one on the street it was literally a ghost town i actually have one of my friends snapchat where it's like super early in the morning it's like six or seven and she's just walking downtown tacoma and there's not even one single person on the on the street there's no cars there's nothing 
and it was literally looked like a set to a scary movie, which was crazy. Um, I think that's so wild, honestly. But now it's it's kind of changed. I feel like people are coming out of their houses. Um, we're finally in phase two here in Pierce County, so we got more people going yeah, to work. Yeah, the same. Yeah. Oh, really? Do you guys have the phase system too, or is that like national? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think it's like the. It's a slightly different, but I think it's pretty much the same everywhere. Oh, but okay. we're like in the phase two where like restaurants can do like outdoor seating and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, basically same. Yeah, that's kind of what we're at. Um, but I, even before we were in phase two, I feel like there were still people going out and doing stuff. I know my cousin is. This is her senior year, and she didn't want to be robbed of those experiences, so she went out, partied, did some crazy stuff, and I think one of her friends actually got COVID. Like a friend of her friend so it's kind of like down the line a little bit but she got COVID and I kind of freaked out for a little bit I was like I better not get COVID because you want to go be a hood rat you know <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I mean yeah I think I think I you you know you notice and I, I don't know I, I've definitely noticed more people like spending time like outside and stuff like that just because like for the longest time that's all you could do like mm -hmm. all you could do was go outside and be outside and when they first started opening stuff up like i want to say like very like the first week of june or maybe before the just before the first week of june like they started opening a lot of stuff up and they the first thing they opened up were like parks and like beaches and stuff like that and you definitely saw, like, people who normally were, like, introverts and spent a lot of time inside. Even they were like, yo, I need to get out of here. Like, I need to get outside and stuff like that. Oh, that's um, your boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, I feel the cabin fever. I feel it. And and everyone's got it. And I think that's why, like, I, th I think a lot of people uh, fight against and argue against, you know, things like masks and things like, you know, the phase system and stuff like that. But, um... I mean, you gotta think about it. Like, there already are normally a lot of people outside anyway. You know, doing especially summertime. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of summer activities. Um, like, you're gonna have to you're gonna multiply that by you know whatever. Like, there's gonna be double if at the least because you're talking about people that normally just stay inside aren't staying inside anymore. They're gonna be one. They're gonna be wanting to come outside because they've been inside this you know stuck inside this whole time. So, I understand the phase system just because. Normally, when there's only 100 people in a park, now there's going to be probably like anywhere between 150, maybe 200 or 250. Ooh, I because didn't like even think about those that. people, everyone, even people who normally don't go out, they're going to be wanting to go out because they, you know, they're tired of being in, and you know they want to get out. So I understand it a little bit. Um, I mean, it's different for a lot of people. You know, like somebody maybe who's like a young, healthy person may not be as worried. Um, but you know, I. Like I have a I have a baby in my house, so I'm not trying to, you know, go pick up some funky disease, you know, running around. Um, yeah, I definitely yeah. see a lot of younger people not wearing masks. I am actually one of those young people because I don't know. I just don't really care. I'm not really scared of COVID. I know there's been cases where um, young people have like passed away. Um, and they didn't have any like signs of uh, prior health issues. But I think that's just kind of our generation. Well, not even our generation. I think that's just young people in general. They just think that they're um, invincible. I mean, that I can't yeah. remember what it's called. 
there's a specific term that it's called when someone thinks they're invincible. Can't remember. But yeah, young people just do not like the idea of quarantine or um, face masks or anything for safety. Yeah, I mean, we're like it, it, it. It's I don't think it's a lack of like them wanting people wanting to you know maintain safety, right? Because everyone wears their seatbelt in a car, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, everyone, yeah. you know, everyone follows. You know, people walk on the sidewalk. You know, walk down the center of highways and stuff like that. But um, you know, uh, it's a rule. And you know, ever since we're born, when we're born, the first thing we start doing are breaking rules. Um, you know, our family, Great. our families give us a set of a set of rules, and one of the first things we do is we, we exactly see how far we can go. Like, what rules can I break without getting in major trouble? You know, I feel like it's like maybe a human nature. You know, and I'm just speculating at this point, but like maybe it's human nature that we like to we like to not follow certain rules. Like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna wear a mask everywhere you go. You know, and it's like, well. You know, you can't really make me. You can't physically pin me down and put a mask on. So, like, what's going to happen if I just don't wear a mask, you know? And then, and then that piques people's interest. They're like, yeah, yeah, you know, what's going to happen if we don't wear a mask? What are you going to do, right? And, um, and you know, and, and, it, and I think that there's a lot of confusion and a lot of, like, things not being clear on some stuff. Like, I've read I've read articles, you know, in the beginning that, you know, said you got to be extremely careful, you know, like, it can pass on surfaces it can last for up to two days on surfaces and stuff like that right and then and then now you know in the recent weeks studies have come out talking about how now like it doesn't it can't be passed via surfaces anymore um that it only lives you know it can only be transferred via like fluids like the same way the flu does like sneezing coughing spitting you know some sort of bodily fluid entering another person's body um essentially would be how it would be transmitted but then even then, do people even know that? Like, I read that article just by happenstance, you know, like, on Google or something like that. I don't even think I was looking it up. Um, I think there... Um, I think there should definitely be some revisions. You know, this isn't going to be... This isn't our first, pan, you know, pandemic. There isn't. This isn't our first, you know, disease that's come out that we've had to, you know, study and, and create a, a, a cure or a vaccination, whatever whatever you want to call it, um, there's definitely got to be something set up in place, you know, where, like, I don't know, like a commercial. Like, I don't know, like, every day at noon, there's, like, a two-minute commercial that plays on every, you know, TV station, every radio station, you know, Netflix and Hulu, like, host one commercial a day or something on, like, and only if there's, like, you know, updates, you know, new updates from, like, the CDC or anything like that. Because people, people don't go online and read. Think of, think of all the older people that, you know, are hearing stuff for second and third party from, from people who heard it from someone else, who read an article, right? And then, you know, how accurate was that article read? You know, who knows they're not, like, on some satirical website and they don't realize it because, you know, old people on the Internet these days, like, <laughs> read, they, re- they read one thing on the, you know, Facebook and it's, it's fucking doctrine. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's for sure. Um, I don't even know if that's just like um, old people. I think it's like everybody, really. No one knows how to fact check. Like being in college, and like I don't think college like makes it better for me to understand different things. But it's definitely taught me how to look at the sources and see where they came from. Because 
sometimes it's just trash on Facebook and everything, including like this COVID. There's just so much misinformation out there, like exactly what you're talking about. It's really rather kind of annoying. I mean, it is, and and here's the the um, here's the crappy part of it is like, you know, we kind of already were like in some sort of like fight, you know, against disinformation and stuff like that. That was that was kind of already becoming a big thing, you know, with elections starting to like come up and and people talking about you know like, um, you know, <clears throat> what had happened on last elections and stuff like that, talking about, you know people posting stuff that's like not true and and things like that and people believing it because they see it on social media and they're like oh someone post it and i mean uh take it from somebody who you know uh, i you know i go to school i'm going to school now for my bachelor's in uh in cybersecurity. you know it it doesn't take a genius i mean our generation and, and even the the generations after us are born and bred for the internet and the, and the internet of things and the life on the web that it doesn't take much for someone to build a, a fake profile and, and post a few like, you know, truthful articles and, you know, get a few follows and then, you know, start posting fake stuff and people are like, Oh, this is true. Look, I found someone posted on Facebook. Um, I, I couldn't tell you, you know, the countless art, like Pete things I've seen on Facebook. And I'm like, that doesn't seem right. So then you click, I click on the page it came from, right? Who were the original poster of it? And then you look at them and there's somebody and they're like, oh, I work at, you know, something, something LLC. And then you Google that LLC and it doesn't even exist, right? That right there is a huge red flag. But people are sharing this stuff about, you know, how true it is. And so now with COVID, you know, that was just another, another chance for, you know, you know, internet trolls and stuff like that, whether you want to say it's political or not you know based off your opinion it's still the truth is there's still going to be there's internet trolls and there's going to be internet trolls everywhere and they're going to be spreading this horrible information and that's false about things like COVID-19 and all kinds of stuff um just just for just to get a just to just stir the pot you know just to mess things up people these days are slow so influential about um you know things they see on the internet because they see it as like raw like true real like information when like i've seen you know i've seen people doctor photos and, and even me uh, you know a, com- a computer nerd even kind of surprised like god like that was doctored like i i wouldn't even it didn't even look like it like, <laughs> man, like photoshop man that's that's some, that's the stuff right there i know it's so weird Kind of a side note when you're talking about uh, uh, fake news and stuff. So this guy on TikTok, yes, I've fallen victim to TikTok and it holds me and I watch it hours and hours a day. Um, But I digress. So there's this guy on TikTok and he goes online on Facebook specifically and he like makes these fake accounts and he just does some bizarre things. So for example, he went on to and made a Facebook page that was like Los Angeles or city of Los Angeles and some girl came up and she was like hey um so there's been a crack in front of my house for like 13 years and I keep calling you guys to fix it and the guy was like did you try sitting on it and she's like yeah and then oh my gosh she the the person was like you know I think I've seen (laughs) that I think I've seen the one you're talking about I think I've seen that before 
Yeah, he, uh, t- he tells her to, like, break the rock, or the cement, and to stand in it. I'm like, she said, yeah, I did that. And then he's like, now you can get out. I was like, who does that? Like, why would you believe that? It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how she found a random... Pro- like, because I'm sure there really is a Facebook profile for City of Los Angeles. And I don't know how... She found that one. Like, that popped up in her search, like, at the top, right? Or, or maybe, I don't know. I don't know how she ended up, like, finding herself to that one. Uh, maybe maybe it was the only city of Los Angeles in, like, Facebook Messenger. You know, like, <laughs> two different, like, platforms, right? Like, maybe. I, I don't know, but... Yeah, I mean, that right there is just a, an example. We see examples all the time about people who just believe everything we see on the internet but then again like let, let's just take the internet out of the equation in general like we've believed dumb stuff our whole lives like you know, your parents ever told you that chocolate milk came from brown cows I, think I was like eight or nine when i actually realized that that, that wasn't true <laughs> like brown cows didn't produce like they all produce the same Wait, colored milk they chocolate, chocolate cows syrup, don't right? exist what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> you know like it's just People are gullible, uh, and you know, must be one of those human nature things again. And the, and the only reason you wouldn't be gullible in in certain aspects is, you know, because you've you've been around and you've seen a couple things. Um, older people that have you know grew up with the internet, like you know maybe they you know they they don't know it as much as they think they do, or or may, maybe they're just blind to it and. Maybe their life is better because of it. I don't know. I feel like when I scroll through social media and I see news, um, the first thing I think of is, is, is this true? Is this not true? Like, how do I verify it? Like, do I want to? Do I want to go through the steps to even find out who posted this was actually telling the truth? Or if this is, like, you know, doctored footage or fake? Um, but my, my thing that I love when I want, like, raw, true footage on something, the one thing I like to do is I pull up the Snapchat, like, map. Because you can't doctor that footage like that's that thing that you can't just upload to Snapchat. You got to record mm. from Snapchat. Yeah. So I pull up the little map and I'm like, oh, something happened in downtown Seattle. Bam! I'm gonna click the little heat map right here and I'm gonna watch every Snapchat that people posted in downtown Seattle. Bro, so I didn't even like, know that. Like I knew about that, but I didn't think about doing that. That's so crazy. That's... I do it. I do it all the time. Uh, what was the last, um, the last big like school shooting? Um, uh, where was that at? Where it was now? It's um, look at any, any of the school. I mean, there's been several school school shootings in the last ten years. There's been a lot of them. Um, I'll go and I'll pull up Snapchat because I know. I mean, you know, middle schools, elementary, even elementary school these days, like these kids have have you know smartphones and they mm-hmm. have Snapchat, and so you know, like. You know when things pop off, the first thing everyone starts doing is recording, you know. So then I get to see, like, the raw, like, footage of what's going on. And and even then, I'm still only making my own interpretation from, like, what I see and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, Um, yeah. I know. And I feel like sometimes, I'm I'm not saying people do this, but I feel like sometimes people, 
um, make it seem like it's something that it's not. So like, not only do I like look at the source, I always like to take a step back and look at all the information that I have just to confirm what one person is saying is true. Cause I can't, like, I don't like taking someone's word for something if I don't know the whole story, you know? Yeah. Or, or if, you know, you, or if you don't trust them, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, like, a, you know, you, you can't just trust random people on the internet. Um, it, even even like big news agencies, you know, CNN, Fox News, your local news organizations, like, you know, sometimes I, it's like, do I even, should I even trust them? Like, mm-hmm. hell, they can't even get the weather right half the time. So like, <laughs> you know, you're toxic, <laughs> but that's true. So toxic. Like, so you know, it's like you know, I mean, when it comes to like stuff like that, you know, you could go deep into like you know political gain and be like you know well who's paying them like you know, who who randomly donated a bunch of money to this like you know news station and now that news station is going to favor an article towards you know uh, a person or, or like or a point of view mm-hmm. in favor of like some you know political endeavor or you know something like that <clears throat> you just I don't know I've seen a lot of things and I've I've met a lot of people and you just can't you just can't trust people, man. You just gotta see, you gotta see things as they happen, and you gotta kind of go with your gut. Mm-hmm. You know, be a good person and go with your gut, and and that's right there. It's just, I think that's gonna take people a long way away from some of this this bad media. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, since we're on the topic of like media, um, let's kind of switch it to like entertainment. Like, something that I find really crazy is just the impact that COVID's having on everything. Like, the entertainment industry, the economy, like, everything. That's so crazy. So, I have, like, some stats that are provided from Washington Post. So, um, what do you think about the gaming industry? Like, what what's your guess? How's it, how's it doing? Um... Yeah, I'm gonna be kind of like just upfront, and I think like the gaming industry, and and just for people understanding what I mean when I say gaming industry, I mean like um, uh, developing companies, companies that develop games, Ubisoft, Microsoft, Sony, um, you know, there's there's a, there's a there's Bethesda, there's a million different companies yeah. out there that develop games, even in even the big you know console companies like Microsoft and and Sony and Nintendo. Um, I, th- I think they dropped the ball a little bit. I I, I honestly think like they kind of like they didn't uh, they didn't do as much as they could have. Um, in, in comparison to what do you to, mean like Netflix and 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 like some of the like video streaming platforms mm-hmm. that helped with like new movies that were coming out. Like movies were being released during this time period that we couldn't go to movie theaters. And so they were being put on like you know stars and like you know rent to you know rent to to watch you know mm-hmm. Amazon and then and then even like Netflix and Hulu, Amazon Prime they were paying a lot of money to you know get these new movies to to stream and, and these and they were pushing them to get out early, and, and I think they missed there was some misconception where people thought man these poor people were losing a lot of money, and, and I think they the, and the thing was is they still made millions off of people just renting it and and downloading it to to watch it and stuff like that like trust me they still made plenty of money just as much that they probably would have made inside of a theater right you know you can only fit so many people in a theater Mm -hmm. on opening night you know but you know you can have unlimited you know downloads because people downloaded it or rented it you know 
on at home on some sort of streaming platform um so you know they did good there and, mm-hmm. and you know they everyone it kind of was a win-win for everybody like they made money off of it and they were fine and we got to see some new movies you know with, you know that were supposed to be in theater that we get to watch early you know they got released a little early um but i know that there's you know there's several games that have come out that you know they probably could have been released a little bit early um you know they could have they could have you know I, f- I feel like the gaming community could have done a little better when it comes to like you know providing things like like for example so i have i have t-mobile phone company right during like for like uh was it like two months the last like two months right i've had unlimited you know high speed data they're like we're offering you this because we know that you're stuck at home and you're you know you have nothing to do so mm-hmm. we're going to give you this for free because you know it's it's us trying to help the community out right and it does a couple things one it does help a lot of people out like i have that extra data you know just in case I need it, right? Um, and it makes that company look good now, so it's kind of like self-promoting them. So people are like, "Oh wow, these people are really nice." So like this company, look what this company did, you know, during this time period. Like, you know, that's that's a company I I want to give my money to. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like gaming didn't do that. I feel like I didn't see any games released early. Um, I didn't see like any like I don't know like one free month of like you know free online or something like that like you know xbox live or or, or whatever um you, you didn't really you didn't really see anything any, anything like that at all not even free trials to like brand new games that would come out like brand new games you know that are like you know 60 to 100 dollars to buy like you know can't give people like a one week free trial or, you, know, you know just something yeah anything you know yeah it's, um, it's kind so I, I think i was a little disappointed yeah, I feel that. I definitely feel the disappointment. Um, here are the things that I've read up, and this was specifically from the Washington Post. So, the streaming services—they are booming right now. I can't work. Why didn't I write the stats down? That's what I was supposed to do. But the streaming services are doing way better than they have before. So, actually, in the gaming industries, people there's um. 200% increase on people playing video games. That's crazy. Not just a 100% increase, but it's like 200, which is wild. But it is doing a terrible job with its manufacturing of games and their new consoles that are coming up. So I was reading up an article, well, not an article, it's more of a tweet that was from Phil Spencer. He's the head person of Xbox, and he was just talking about how this November is going to be hard for Xbox and just about everybody because um, COVID's kind of ruined it for everything, you know? It's kind of wild. Yeah. Um, I can see how things get a lot harder, right? Maybe, like, people aren't, you know, can't, can't physically go to work and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they don't have like the manpower you know or the the time to really like put into um you know put into to like you know developing and stuff like that so they don't and 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 let's be clear um some games like there's a lot of different hands that go into there right you have your developing companies and Mm -hmm. stuff like that like Treyarch and, and Infinity Ward right that partner with like the, the actual like platform companies like Microsoft and Sony mm-hmm. and, you know Nintendo etc to, to get these games you know released and stuff like that and 
you know, um, when you're talking about the, I mean, games these days take a really long time. There's so much like, you know, computing that goes goes into it, and all the programming and, and testing, and then finding bugs, fixing bugs. Then you fix a bug, and it creates like five more bugs. Like I, I get the process, and I get that it's it's a hard thing to say. <clears throat> um, and I think maybe it's like they like they they give us like hope they're like oh you know november of 2020 like this game will be released and stuff like that and i think that in itself already was a big push for them yeah. you know um and so i don't think that i, I think covid is going to have those large effects it's going to seem like they have those large effects honestly i think these days just the way the gaming um industry is mm-hmm. It's not abnormal for games to be like, oh, actually, no, we're not going to be ready. We don't know when we're going to be ready. And it's actually not going to get released. Um, uh, so I wouldn't be surprised, and I don't know if I would blame it on, you know, COVID, that that, that stuff happened. Um, I mean, it's definitely probably some sort of a factor, but these days you can almost guarantee that your game's not going to get released. When they, when they give you a month and a year, and you're like two months away from that month, and they haven't released a solid day, like you're guaranteed, like you got at least another six months, bud, before that's before that's getting released. Yeah, don't even get me started on that kind of stuff. I I've done a lot of research on on that stuff, and they'll give people, they'll give developers like a time period, and just things will keep going wrong and wrong, and they'll just keep pushing for that same period, and then they'll have to push that thing back, and it it's just really bad. For the developers, they push their employees really hard. Um, they don't pay them very well. They don't give them very good benefits. It's just a really sucky um, job, to be honest. Uh, I wanted yeah. to be that at one point, but not for me. Well, I think like you know, I mean, I'm sure it has its pros and cons. You know, and I'm sure there are good places out there to work for, and there are good developing companies, but. You know, like, I, I think there's just, like, there's a constant fight between, like, you know, the consumers and, like, these companies of, like, you know, don't don't tell us that it's going to come out, you know, that it's going to take this long to make if you know, you know, it's like, you know, that you know it's not going to take that long to make. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've worked in environments where, you know, I've had, you know, my supervisor tell, you know, another, like, organization, oh, hey, uh, we'll have this ready for you, you know, in, like, a week. And then they turn around and come to me, and then they tell me they don't. Ask, they never asked originally, and then they come and tell me, "Hey, I need you to do this in a week," you know. And then I'm like, "That's not going to happen. That's not possible." Like, you know, there, there, you know, there's, there's, you know, this and this and all, you know, all these other different reasons, right? I'm, I'm the professional. I'm the worker. I understand this, you know, this job field. I'm telling you, a week, a week's not possible. And, and you know, it's like, well, now that guy just kind of shot himself in the foot because now he's like, well, I already told him it's a week and stuff like that. And I think. You know, I think there's that's like a whole bigger, bigger onslaught than, than I think some people realize. But, um, but I mean that still doesn't deter the fact that this has caused is going to cause delays in the future, and has caused us some delays now, mm-hmm. and no one's really benefiting from it. And and on top of all that, right? Let's let's not even talk about gaming delays, right? The delays and like games coming out and consoles coming out and all that stuff cuz that's now and it's coming in the future too. Even like the the networking part of everything, like man, has it never has it never taken me so long to load into a freaking Call of Duty <laughs> lobby? Like man, bro, don't even tell me about like, it. Don't talk about it. Uh, and the worst. worst part is like I understand 
how like all that stuff works you know on, on the networking side of it all because it's what I do for a living and and I'm just like I'm just blown away like y'all didn't see that come in like y- y'all didn't give us anything extra not even a little bit of a hey sorry you're at the world sucks right now here's like a free day of like you know something right not only did they not give us anything like that but then they turn around and they're like um yeah sorry so our servers are all down like you didn't know that was gonna happen ray charles tv wonder could have seen that coming okay <laughs> you didn't have to do it like that like it, I don't know. It, it makes me mad. I, I think like we're in such a big day and age where like video games are 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 a part of a lot of people's lives, and even other part of people's like jobs these days. You know, people get paid a lot of money to to stream and you know to do that kind of stuff and to compete even. And so you know, I'm sure for them like it's probably been difficult too because like. While I have a decreased traffic driving to work, you know, in the mornings they have an increase of traffic of trying to just load up and stuff like that because, you know, because of a million different things, you know, there's low balancing on servers and, 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 and bandwidth and stuff like that. And so there's a lot of different things that come into play and, and I don't think the gaming community has done what it can about COVID. Um, what do you mean? I think they're trying to make up for it a little bit um, with the, you know, the George Floyd and Black Lives Matter movements. Um, um, I oh, think every yeah, game yeah. that that you can log into has a Black Lives Matter uh, statement on it. Um, yeah, which that's, that's really good. good. That's a good thing. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I won't go into details why this shouldn't have been done earlier, but you know what? That's just me. You know, that's just me. Um, but I mean, the past, yeah, the oh. past is the past. Like it is what it is. What, yeah. ha- what, um, you know, the, what, you know, how it took him this long to do it or not do it. You know, like um, at least give him credit where credits due. Like, they're, yeah, that's they're at least true. Being loud about it in in their way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely true. And I think with um, all of this like COVID and with all our entertainment stuff, including gaming, um, being kind of halted. Um, and like with this Black Lives Matter and George Floyd stuff, I think it's really taken a toll on people's mental health. Uh, I think it's um, really messing with people with all of the stuff coming together. Um, it's really hard. So I, I actually have some um, facts um, some stats on mental health that come from the KKF Health. Um, this was a poll okay. that was um, conducted between March 25 to the 30th. So um, just, it's like a kind of old, but I'm sh- I'm sure it still applies now. Um, so uh, seven in ten Americans, which is like 72 percent, saying that their life has been um, disruptive a lot or some by the COVID outbreak which makes sense everything was shut down for like uh, well it's still shut down partly um, and the next stat is nearly half of adults in the U.S. reported that their mental health has been negatively impacted due to the worry and stress over the virus and I think this is probably increased because of all the other stuff that's happening with like Black Lives Matter 
um, and everything else in the world is crazy. So how how do you feel mental health is going for yourself? How do you think that's going? Um, I, I mean, so like you're talking about, um, you know, COVID nineteen and and uh, in the Black Black Lives Matter movement recently. Mm-hmm. Um, are are 100% guarantee going to add uh, a lot of stress, um, some anxiety to people's lives and stuff like that. You know, that's it's a lot of things to take in at once. Um, like I said earlier, and and it's a lot of like a lot of emotions kind of you know blended together. And and I think we already have a problem in America where people think that they don't need to go to therapy or think that they don't need to see like a doctor or a psychiatrist or something like that you know they're like oh I'm fine like you know I'll be fine I'll tough it out I'll be okay you know like oh I'm a single mother of of, of like four I'm fine you know or like I'm a man I'll you know I'll, I'll tough through it and stuff like that and I, I think that that's already the general attitude and in, in this situation you know it's gonna tip some people and I think you know not seeing somebody a doctor or, or or somebody to talk to just you know in general is not seeing somebody is the wrong answer um i think um and, and that on top of that you know a lot of a lot of doctor's offices aren't physically seeing anybody anymore i know my doctor's yeah. office um does virtual phone call like virtual calls and stuff like that now so i'm talking either over the phone or on a skype or you know something whatever <clears throat> um it is and you know, and even that kind of that, that kind of sucks a little bit. You know, I'm so used to going into the office. I mean, there's a different feel. You know, when you go and you sit down on the couch and you're in the office. You know, and, and you know you're with your therapist. You know that you you know you know your therapist. You're comfortable with them and things like that. Um, and then now now that was taken away from you. So now you're kind of like sitting at home and and talking over the phone. But even that is enough um, for some people. Mm-hmm. You know, even that is enough to kind of help people out. And I don't think people should ignore their feelings um you know like if, if you question the way you feel about anything like that right there you know just it, it doesn't hurt you know a lot of a lot of insurance companies cover that kind of stuff so it's like you know it doesn't hurt to go out and talk to you know some sort of therapist and, and things like that and, yeah it definitely helps out a lot i would say um, I'll be completely honest, I have a therapist and I see him like every other week and I'm so glad that I'm able to go out and to see him face to face because that really does help. I'm able to talk and freely um, express my feelings and him being able to help me um, to interpret those feelings and to deal with them and I feel like if people had that um, base that they'll be they would be a lot better than they are now because I just know people are just on social media so much people are into um, I guess gaming like people don't have anything else to do so they just play games kind of veg out people watch videos like on YouTube and they're just taking in all this media and it literally just melts your mind and it sucks so much you just have to go talk to someone who knows what they're doing in order to like I wouldn't say like overcome, but to to hold yourself against this quarantine because it's been really hard for everyone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's. I mean, like I said, there's, there's a lot of stress and anxiety that's going to get added to it, you know. And it's like, you know, your average person may or may not, you know, understand how to process that anxiety, how to process those that extra concern. Um, you know, some people already struggle in that in that aspect, and so it's like, you know, having this much more extra to add to it like it doesn't help you know to 
just get a little feedback like you know mm-hmm. you're, you're you're already stressed out and you have anxiety you know then it's like what's 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 gonna hurt just going and, and getting a second opinion you know on hey maybe you should you know try doing this to relax or calm down you know or or you know if you're feeling like this then you know you know there's a lot of different variables but to, to have someone just give you an idea of what you can do right like mm-hmm. uh, i know i know like a, a lot of doctors like to talk about like there's like different apps and stuff like that that you can download on your phone for free and it like helps you sleep or you know do whatever you know relax get in like a calming state or some you know something like that um and maybe you don't know about that but you know your doctor does like you know a therapist would or something like that it's just it's just pretty much getting uh finding somebody who has the resources maybe not necessarily the ability or the expertise you know you're you're not maybe you know mentally disturbed or or something like that you know maybe you're mentally a very healthy person and you just needs a little little extra help you know with the extra anxiety and stress and a therapist at the end of the day can just be a resource for you know other tools and, and stuff like that if that's what you need you know yeah for sure for sure for sure uh i tell this pe- to people regardless who they are um i think everybody should go see a therapist like I, it doesn't matter who you are you have some kind of trauma in the past um that you're probably internalizing so i think everyone should go to a therapist but you were talking about some coping strategies, and I kind of that was the base of the whole entire um, of this podcast. So, what are you doing to kind of cope with COVID? Are you using any of those apps that you were talking about, or? Uh, no, I do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I it hit different. Kind of stuff. It hit different. <laughs> but. Uh... I, I know, like, you know, I've, I've already, be, I'm, I'm kind of preconditioned now to know, like, when I've reached, like, my limit with stress and anxiety, and I know when to take a step back, and what I can do to calm down. Everyone has different things, different coping mechanisms, right? Whether they sit down and read a book, and it relaxes them, they watch a movie, you know, I like to play video games, you know, I like to, you know, toy around with, you know, my computer and electronics and that kind of stuff, right? Like, I, I have my things to do, and I think, I think, uh... That, that's sometimes what gets hard about like you know relieving stress and and, calm, and getting into like a nice comfortable state is it, it's going to be different for everybody some people can download the apps and listen to the ocean for mm-hmm. you know like three hours and like just chill and leave their blind mate like their, their mind blank and whatever and uh some people they need to be actively like engaged you know and kind of you know step out of the world and, and you know when i say that when i say you know engage yourself and take a step away from the world i don't i don't mean like in a long term you know don't get yourself in a hole where you've like have been stuck inside of a room playing video games for 20 hours and you know like <laughs> you got like starving kids on the other side of the door or something I don't know. but you know just like find like find your thing that comforts you makes you feel happy makes you feel good um and just do it you know just do it for you know like maybe a couple hours a day maybe you need a few hours a day like i, I, I don't know you know, depending on what it is that you do, um, just give your give yourself that break. You know, people people I think have a hard time. They push themselves a lot, and then they sit with that stress and anxiety. And I think people just need to learn that you know, every everyone deserves a little break. Like, you know, even even the pieces of shit in the world decide. <laughs> you know, they deserve a little bit of a break sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everyone deserves go, a break. You know, I mean, we're all focused so much on our 
on our physical health and everything right now you know it's it's everyone learns you know in, in like middle school you know the triangle like your, your your physical and your mental emotional you know I don't know if that's exactly don't quote me on that um, <laughs> but you know you gotta be physically you know healthy and you gotta be mentally healthy you know I don't know talk talk with people you know text people call people you know do read books I don't know sometimes sometimes I muggle on like I'll, I'll be like you know what I need some time to myself I'm gonna go outside and mow the lawn and put some headphones in and that's a solid hour of just nice solitude like no no one again no one's gonna come bother you while you mow the lawn no wife in the world is gonna come run up to you while you got blades spinning at like 200 miles an hour I promise you that <laughs> so the dudes out there go mow some lawns and you'll get left alone for at least an hour for sure <laughs> You need to stop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you need to stop. Uh, oh, yeah, I totally feel that. I totally feel that. I think um, for me, I so originally I liked playing video games and that was really stress reducing, but I found out that all I do now is do schoolwork and play video games, so that stress relieving thing became kind of a part-time job for me so I get really frustrated when I play now um, so <laughs> instead of doing that I think I changed things over um, and I do a lot of meditating and I really really enjoy meditating and there's like different kinds of meditating um, sometimes I'll listen to my phone like like you were talking about the app I'll, I'll download an app and I'll just like listen to it and they'll help like they'll say things and you just listen to their voice and do what they say which is pretty simple and then there's like the classic just meditate when you just like sit there focus on your breathing and like clear your clear your head and it's really beneficial like it helps reduce stress um, it controls anxiety it promotes um, emotional health I'm not reading off a paper at all um, enhances self-awareness lengthens attention span it may reduce age-related memory loss, it can generate kindness, and it can fight addictions. And it just is super beneficial um, to everything that's like your mind. Like you were talking about mind, body, spirit, triangle, I think you said. Maybe something different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's like, it works. It works a lot. What do you think about meditation? What are your thoughts? Um, so, I mean, obviously, when I when I first started going to, to therapy, you know, and I had all this anxiety and stress, you know, um, which kind of came with the job that I that I signed up for. Um, you know, they they said so they they recommended it, like, oh, you tried meditating, you know, doing these breathing exercises and, and things like that. And uh, yeah, no, so I mean, for me, for me, it didn't work. Mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of that was just because of me personally, like. Um, I, I have ADD, and so it, it's a little difficult to just sit there and focus on breathing. Like I, I can barely focus sometimes on work, let, let alone the size and length of my breath. So um, that that doesn't go to say that you know. I mean, I at least gave it a try. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I gave it a try. Um, you know, tried doing stuff like that. Um, 
Um, and, and it may, you know, it may work for say it works for some people, and it doesn't work for others. Um, but you know, the great thing about meditation is, you know, everyone has a different type of meditation. Like you said earlier, video games, you got too involved in them, and in that like idea of it relieving stress and calming you down, mm. uh, you know, it 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 wasn't there anymore. Right. So, you know, maybe you know you, you I don't know maybe you try to try a different game. You play like Minecraft or Animal Crossing instead of Call oh, of Duty. Right. Fire. You know, they just try try a lot of different things try you know breathing exercises try just sitting back and thinking about nothing and listening to like you know a campfire like <clears throat> believe it or not like the sound of a, of a fire for me is like my big big relaxer um you know when things get when i you know start to get a little stressed or, or i feel overwhelmed especially at work you know there's trust me i found them there's loops there's like 10 and like 5 10 like 20 hour loops of like like burning logs like they they don't even have sound they have no sound at all it's just the sound of the fire burning like and the sound of that and i i find that relaxing right so it's just finding your happy place you know maybe you think back to a time when you were a kid and you're like, oh, what did I love the most? And for me, obviously, you can might tell it was camping. I loved camping. I camped a lot when I was younger. I was with my friends. I was the happiest in those moments. And so, it was only natural that I realized that hey, the sound of a campfire is probably really relaxing for me. And I mean, not probably. It was. It was really relaxing for me. And it's it's what I like to use. Um, you know, to just kind of sit back and relax. So. Everyone has their their zen. Everyone mm. has like kind of their their moment where they can yeah, feel you know that just... safe and encapsulated. And so I, I just encourage everyone to try to find what that is for you. It's going to be different for everybody. I don't think there's a one stop shop inside your you know Google Play Store or, or, or the App Store on you know finding your zen. But you know, give everything a try and and find what works for you. And when it works, just stay with it. You know. We're all. I think. I think <clears throat> when everyone starts to understand that we're all kind of in this together, as far as you know, we're all feeling the same type of emotions. We're all under the same, you know, similar stress and anxiety. You know, I think when people start to realize that all of us strangers together are feeling the same thing, um, I think that helps people sometimes. You know, and it kind of makes them realize that that it's not just them that we're all doing this and. You know, eventually we're all gonna get through this together as, as as one as one big group of strangers. You know. <laughs> uh, that was poetic. That is poetic. I think that's perfect to point to hang up to end on. Um, so thank you so much, Leroy, for joining us, um, joining me. Of course. <laughs> Um, and that was your podcast. Thank you so much.